0: Hey, this is Brian Jum. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. On guys. It's Brian Jump, SAI PDR Podcast, million dollar PDR podcast. A little incubus right there. We're going a little uh, hard this week if you didn't already notice. I think we had Zeppelin, uh Janes. We had Janes on Monday. Um I think I might that might be like a theme song. I I love superhero. Um but anyway, man, how you been, man? It's it is Friday. It is the end of the week. We're leading into the weekend. Are you guys ready to cut loose, have some fun? Freaking, we finally got a little bit of sunshine out in Cali, man. It, it, I can't tell you how much, like I said. I mean, I know the Midwest has been getting shracked by, by uh, tornadoes and stuff, but we're just bitches out here in Cali. We're not used to water and wind and tornadoes and whatever, hurricanes. It, it's been wacky and wild. So it's nice. It's nice to uh, have dried out and thawed out a little bit and got weather over 50 degrees or whatever. I mean, 60 to us is like 20 to others, you know? It's just, it's kind of stupid. We, like I said, we truly are bitches. Um, and I think I can speak on behalf of all Californians when I say that. Uh, but anyway, so the week's been going great with the student, if anybody cares. Um, cool cat, working very hard, a lot of success. Very excited for this young individual. Um, this week we had some cool cars. had an Austin Healey come in. That's never, 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 never. Jaguar came in, which is a relative of the Healy. Uh, and I mean, really, the, the same owner. And then a 67 Nova, so a lot of cl- cool classics. And then, you know, we had the usual Camry, Silverado, Denali, that kind of variety. Um, and no, we're out of our minds right now. We definitely need some help. If anybody's looking for work, um, looking for a paint prepper, uh, probably could even use a little more. I mean, Jake's been out of his mind, too. I probably could use, like, another, another dent tech of somebody... Uh, is interested with getting some extra work in the, uh, in the SoCal region, more towards LA. We're probably gonna actually open up another, another location. So anywho, uh, so yeah, that'd be almost like a full-time gig though. So if you have another job, it probably won't work. I'm so sorry to say, but anyway, inquire within. When you call, to Ask for Human Resources or Brian. Um, so moving right along, Friday's topic. We're gonna talk about the old switcharoni the old three-option pricing. So you've seen this game before. It's like a shell game. It's nothing new. Um, it's it's done by many purveyors in our market. You'll see it uh, in movie theaters. You see it at gas stations. Um, the way the way this this little threesome goes, and it's not the kind of threesome you wish it was or thought it was. Uh, it's the the cheap. It's the middle price, and it's the high. And what all these guys do, and it, it, it's so played out, and we all know what's happening is, but it still freaking works, is you make the middle price near the high. And that makes the high seem what? Oh, the high's not that expensive. That's so stupid, because yeah, it is. Basically, it make, makes me want to buy the, the cheap, right? I'll take that small cup of Coke, you know? But then again, it's like four ounces, you know, it's like a shot glass so everybody does this they do it with the popcorn right two dollars for a small popcorn 350 for a medium and four dollars for the large yeah i mean that's probably 20 years ago pricing it's probably like 20 bucks for a large popcorn and 18 for the medium and 10 for the small All Right? you see them see what i did there see a little shell trick why can't we do that with dent removal how come we can't do that in our business we probably could but you we don't do different kinds of dents per se or we could you know i i often experimented with the ideas of just taking part of the dent out which I know it sounds asinine, but there's a lot of people that, that think that they want that. Hey, you don't have to get it all out. You know, it's just a lease return. Well, I got bad news for you. If I take only half of it out, they're still going to probably bang you. You know? So I kind of got to take it all out. And my reputation is also on the line too. So, oh, who did that work? Oh, uh, that was Denko. But I told me you have to take it all the way out. Yeah, sure you did. I ain't using that fucker. So, you know, you don't want to... That's not the way we got to roll, right? We got to roll the right way. And the right way or the highway is the way i look at it so anyway all right so how could you do that in your business okay we could do a multiple dent discount you could do a sm- a big dent plus a small dent pricing okay so let's say they have a big dent and they have a small dent hey that small dent you know you're looking at 375 the big dent is 475 you know and but yeah it's a lot bigger you know cuz a lot of times what they're going to say is i'll just do the small one you know but now maybe they'll just do the big one and then you hold off on the small one you never want the small one anyway right normally you price that small one at buck 25 or 220. I, I think I told you guys my, my entry point for, for dents is 225 and it doesn't most people it doesn't bother and I don't care I don't want the nickel dime size dent guys anyway I just don't it's not worth my time and that sounds I'm very thankful and fortunate that's the situation I'm in because I wasn't always in that situation. There was times that I would I would die to have the nickel dime den, you know, and I'm sure there's people out there in the same boat, they just, hey, you know what, I'll take that one fifty, Brian, I'll take that seventy-five bucks. I get you. You don't think if I saw a C note sitting uh, sitting on the ground, walking by it, I wouldn't want to pick it up? Sure. You know, that's what a small dent is. I mean they they take seconds typically, you know, but if you've already got busy work and you're slammed and you're getting six hundred dollar dents. Why would you want to do $125 dent for the same amount of time? doesn't make sense. Okay, like we said, you got to pick the, your right client. That's the way it's got to roll. So, a few tricks we're using right now. Okay, we're testing. And you're going to love this, guys. So, and let me know about the about the small, medium, large if you guys have any ideas or if you want to like buy a, a medium drink. You know, I'm buying. So, a couple things we're testing. So far, it looks really promising. So, like I said, I think I told you guys on one of the other podcast episodes I was talking. Um, I, I've been in this inventive mind. I don't know. I've been trying some of this fasting, and I feel like my I'm getting more clarity of thought, less brain fog. Have you guys, has anybody ever fasted? Um, I'm a fat ass, so it, it's really a good idea to, to fast. And when I say fat ass, I'm not like obese, like, but I could stand to drop a few, like most, right? So um, I probably got another 10 to 20 go, going, then I'm... Then I'm Maybe 10. I'm probably and I'm good at that point. But So what we do is, the wife and I, because God love her. She wants to do what I want to do. So I don't eat in the morning. I have coffee. That's it. No food. And then we eat dinner. And it, I, I am not going to lie to you and tell you it sucks. But my body, I love lunch. I love lunch. I love dinner more than lunch, but I love lunch. I don't, I don't give a shit. About, I'm not a breakfast guy. So I don't care. I mean, on holiday or vacation, sure, it's nice. Easter, Christmas morning, sure, let's have breakfast. Then I don't eat lunch we're just older you know I'm, I'm an old ass bag i don't need 50 meals a day i'm not running marathons i'm not doing the heavy cycling like i used to i wish i was then i probably want three meals but right now i'm eating one and yeah it sucks between let's say 11 and one you're i'm dying but once i get through it if i can push through it then i'm good you know i'll probably have a drink of water i may have a soda or something not and when i say soda like like diet You know, which is not good for you. Don't even bother telling me. Like a diet ginger ale is what I'll have or something like that. Or a vitamin. You know, ooh, I'm eating a vitamin. Um, But that's it. And it carries me. So, but I think that's helped me with clarity. So all of a sudden I'm getting these ideas. So this one of which, long way to get there, sorry. Dirt road there. Um, We had a good number of no-shows last month. And I I think I woke up in the middle of the night and I was thinking about it. Like 320 to be exact. So I said, how can we help cut back on that? So on the estimate form, what I did was I put these estimates are good for 24 hours. We honor the estimate and stand by it for 24 hours of this estimate date or until the date of your appointment, if you make an appointment. After that, it's null and void. You need to come back in for a new estimate. And who's going to come back in for a new estimate when they know you're going to fuck them, right? They're not. They're just not. They don't need to and because they know what's going to happen right? It's, it's, going to be, it's going to be trouble. It's just not going to be good. So, and I, I mean, I'm telling people, look, we're getting paint price increases, you know, almost quarterly. And some people come in months later and want an estimate for the same price. I had a guy that came in from last June, literally. And we have had two paint increases since then. And the estimate was way too freaking low. And it wasn't my, well, it was my fault. I'll own it. My son wrote it. Hunter, God love him, learning how to write estimates, and and he underbid it. But I train; I'm the one that trained him, so I'm. That's that's 100% me. So. So we're, we are now time stamping our estimates. They're good for 20, which I love this. I used to say no, it's good forever, you know, whatever. But then I thought, you know what? Then people f- feel kind of lackadaisical, like they can just kind of fly in whatever they want. No, and then everybody knows we're busy when they come in. They say all the estimates pinned up on the wall. And they see our calendar that's just chuck full of scribble. You know, it's usually mostly just recipes and shit, but they don't know. They can't read my writing. So, kidding. Um, not about the not reading my writing part, but it's not recipes. Uh, so, yeah. So, so far it's been good. We haven't had any flakes, okay? And I don't know if it has anything to do with this or not. It just could be coincidentally. But so far, having estimate forms that are time-stamped, you know, basically saying it's good for 24 hours. It's printed on the estimate. And then we tell the customers, if they don't book, hey, I just want you to know this is good for 24 hours. Okay. And if they say anything, say, uh, you know, it's because obviously we have price increases. W- right now I have a spot I, I offered to put you on. You know, I realize y- you don't want to book for that. That's okay. But later on, I may not have spots. You know, I'm at, I'm, I might be booked out for a couple of weeks. It happens. And it does. Not all the time, but it does. We usually book out at least a week. So booking on a second week is not a big deal. So and at that point maybe I've had a price increase or on something, or maybe I just don't want to deal with this customer if they're not going to book. You know, if they're not going to book and they're just kicking rocks, I mean maybe they're not my customer. We're looking just to, to do repairs and we're going to do a great job. We're going to, and we're going to hopefully make a customer elated. But if they're there just just for breathing wind, you know I don't know. Maybe not. We don't we don't necessarily need wind breathers. So. Second thing we did, we put a little little line that says "rush" and an underline, and then a dollar mark. So we've had a couple people come in recently. We had this kid with a Supra, and he needed his rear bumper changed out, and he messed it up, and he didn't want anybody at school to see it. Kids, kids in high school, he's got a brand new Supra, matte silver blue, kick-ass car. The GR too, by the way, which is the pimp one. And uh, he's like, no. And I thought first, I thought his parents didn't know, but they knew. They're the ones that dropped him off to fix it, so they knew. And uh, he paid a rush job. He goes 125 to to jump ahead in the line, and we did. We bumped him right over a couple of customers, put him right up in there. Did it push anybody back? No, but we we had a little bit of time, you know. So, so now, in three or four days since implementing these new new strategies, new policies at DentCo, corporate, we've now had zero no-shows, and we've had two rush jobs. So. I don't know. It kind of allows. It also the the rush job thing allows us to to slow down and tell people longer, so we don't have to rush naturally. But if we're going to, we're at least going to get paid for it, because sometimes I'm telling people it's one day. Now I can tell them it's one to two. Plan on two and hope for one. If you really need it in one, I can do it. But guess what, guys? <laughs> That's right. 75 or 100 125 bucks more rush rush fee do you want it oh you don't need it that bad all right then we'll see you in two days that's fine that's absolutely fine but you want me to hop through hoops and rush and and try to quick cure paint when it's raining and it's cold yeah we're gonna get paid extra for that yep that's the way we roll so it's been good all right so as promised i i i delayed delayed my promise but um listener questions and i'm not gonna do a lot so we're I've got a lot going on today. We got the student here, and I know you guys get to get to the get to the bar and, and get your drink on. So, so let's get let's get after this quick. I'm gonna pick. Let's get let's do three of these guys. Yeah, yep. We're gonna do that. Um, all right. So the first one here, um, Steve. He is not a former listener, uh, a former student. Excuse me, but he's a longtime listener. So he said, "Hey Brian, essentially." How to, basically, he wants to know how to sell against the cheap guys in his town. So, all right. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. This is for you. This is a love letter from Brian to Steve. Love you, baby. So, number one, you got to own your five. What do I mean by that? You got to own the five miles around where you, you operate, your core, your, your city central. Okay? If you don't own your five or at least your two, you need to own it. And I've got that in some of the podcast archives. I'm not going to spend a lot of time and make everybody else out there drool their oatmeal right now. But... Go dig it up and find out how to own your five, okay? That's gonna first help you create a barricade and a moat around others that are trying to be the cheapy cheap and you think you might be losing work. Second thing is rep. You need to have the best rep in town. If you have the best rep in town, there are people that are gonna care and they're gonna go to you. Now, if you have a bad rep or an average rep, guess what? You don't have a lot of leverage, do you? So you need to increase your rep and work hard until you get it there and then lock it down, lock it down. This reminds me of a story. We had this kid call last week, and he jacked up his girlfriend's Lexus. Jazzy or something was her name. And and nice people, but he all of a sudden starts giving us friction because he's the one that damaged it, and I, I doesn't, it doesn't appear, I could be wrong, it does not appear that he can afford to take care of his, his girlfriend's car. And he's just doing everything he can to get us for a discount. Most of the damage he did was replacing Lexus parts. And I had to kind of remind him, you know, we like to work with people and, and help out, but I don't make Lexus parts. He said, well, I chose you guys because you're the cheapest. And that, that's when I kind of got kind of pissed. And, I, and, I, and like I said, I'm trying to keep my rep up, but I almost lost my shit because I said, look, you're choosing us for the wrong reason because we aren't the cheapest. I could definitely go out and find you people that are cheaper than us. Yeah, maybe I was cheaper than the big box box in town, box in town shop, in town. Easy for me to say. Big body shop in town or the dealership, but that doesn't mean that that I am gonna be the cheapest guy. Nor should you go to us. You should go to us because you want the best service for a fair price, not the cheapest. You know, if you want the ultimate cheapest, I'll, hey, I'll give you these parts. You know, you've already paid for it. You can take it to. I'll find you somebody cheaper. Yeah, but if you want it done right, you know, you got to cut us some slack. And like, like I said, I, for a moment, I stepped out of my comfort zone and I should have stepped right, I did, I stepped right back in, but, but this one cat could have easily, you know, hacked at our rep. And a lot of people, they, they get on because of good rep, you know, and you, and it sucks because sometimes you have to eat some jobs, you know, and people realize how manipulative they can be on that factor. And that's just, it sucks. So anyway, to recap, own your five, Steve. Keep a good rep up, and get your rep up, and then number three, you have to educate, and that not yourself. Although, yeah, you need to be educated, but you need to educate your clients. Okay, if that cheap guy that you're or cheap guys you're competing with rocks, and he's good, there could be a problem. Right? Probably it's it's probably not the case. All right. And then what if what if this? What if the best guy, maybe you're the best guy, made the most money in your area, which is quite possible, because the best guy usually charges some of the most money. And could afford to outspend for the advertising and the marketing. Then what would happen? How would those others you compete with even find? How would the customers find those cheap guys? If he's so cheap, he couldn't even compete. He couldn't market. That's that's part of your moat. You get what I'm saying? You have the castle. You are the premium service. Do great work. People, are, they're going to charge, pay a fair price. And cheap guy is, yes, people that really are bottom feeders, let them go. Hey, I got, a, I got a small dent. I mean, I have customers that keep coming and say, hey, you know, I got this quote here. There was a guy, I like this one. He had a motorcycle dent. And I was already ready to shut him down. because I don't, If you heard the podcast earlier in the week, I, I talked about motorcycle dents and how I'm not going to train people for it. And I certainly don't want to do them. You know, unless I find something that I really like, I'm trying to hook somebody up. Like probably about six months ago, there was a Santa Claus guy. I'm like, Santa Claus guy for the parade? Yeah, I'll fix your bike. It's beautiful. Other than that, I'm not going to do them. I, I just, it's not... To each his own, guys. I am not knocking. All right. Some people probably hate baseball. And I love baseball. And there's, that doesn't mean I'm some weirdo, even though I am. All right. But what was I going to say? This guy, he hit me up and he, he said, I looked on, the, on Amazon for tools for my motorcycle. I was just going to try to take my own dent out, but they're 30 bucks, Brian. He's like, So I figured I'd give you a call and, and see maybe you could help me out. <laughs> just like, where do I go with this one? You know, we're already in the shitter. And he wants me to go further down. I go, you know what? You're better off buying those tools because my dents start at 225 and up. Uh, I could just hear him choking on his own saliva. Luckily, he didn't you know, expire right there on the phone with me. Oh, okay, well, thank you for your time. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for calling. And I meant it. Sincerely. Yeah, now, go buy those tools. And, and somebody said this the other day. You guys might want to borrow this one because I'm using it. You know, If I bought a scalpel, would you let me uh, perform surgery on you? Think about that. Surgeons are experts. Could I perform surgery on you, assuming you needed it? Or even if you didn't, I'd be glad to. Then why would somebody go out and buy tools and and try to think they can take their own dents out? Because they have no clue about what we do. And that goes back to the educating part, right? You got to educate. And then compete. Block these guys out. Block them out. If you're good enough, which I hope you are, Steve, block them out. Okay, number two. Um, this is from Barry. I just lost a dealer to a cheap dude. He's ten dollars less a car. What do I do? Well, you don't lower your price. I don't unless you unless you have a family to feed and you really really need it. Then maybe you need to bite your lip for the time being and then go find a couple of dealers to replace and then tell them you're raising your price back up. And if they don't like it, you know, be very classy and tell them to fuck off. Um, so, so, yeah, don't lose your shit. Be classy. Um, the other guy, if you allow that to be taken, that guy may not stick around. I'm assuming that you do good work and you have a relationship at the dealership, which if you don't, then you're not very smart. Don't take that the wrong way. I'm just saying you're a dumbass. Um, you should be servicing the other departments, for example, like service, fleet, um, new car, uh, buy shop if they have it, and then go replace it with two or three new ones. It's not that hard to do. There, Guys, there is always more work than anyone realizes out there. So don't cry in your soup. Trust me, I've been where you're at, exactly where you're at. I have cried in my soup, and the soup tastes better when I ate it. So let's move on. Good luck, Barry. All right, last one. My girlfriend cheated on me with my dad. Okay. Assuming he's serious, I'm going to be serious back with you. Sucks to be you, and old guys rule. <laughs> Because I'm an old guy now. So, no, that would suck if it's actually your dad and you're being serious. Because, you know, not about even about the girl part. I mean, you know, your girlfriend, if she then she's not worth it. Um, it reminds me of, uh, uh, what was it, Big Daddy with Adam Sandler and that old professor dude. His girlfriend cheated on him with that dude. And they kept talking about how he had the old balls and the hairy balls and shit. You know, and it's just, it, who gives a shit, you know? But if it's your, truly your dad, you know? That, that's, that can mess up a relationship with pops. So, so anyway, so I pray for you for that shit, man. I hope, I hope that works out. But uh, hopefully you're just joking. you sound like you're young, so just go find some fresh and move on. Oh, there was one more. I'm sorry, and then then we gotta roll because it's we're over 20 minutes, and there's a time limit. Um, how do I get big dent repair jobs? Hey, it's a great question, great question, and I'm gonna reply with one sentence since you sent me one sentence. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you one sentence reply. Market as body shops do, and you'll find those big fish. It's true. Just market as body shops do, and you'll find the big fish. Make sense? It should. I won't get into the, all the details because, like I said, we're out of time. But I'll tell you this all that information is in the podcast. Over, what is it, almost 800 episodes. Easy to find. All right, man. It actually is. If you look at the titles, you'll be able to find out what we talked about. Love you guys, man. I appreciate you. Have a great weekend. And keep those listener questions coming in, comments. Love to hear about uh, dads cheating on their sons. That's a little weird. But uh, now have yourself a great, great weekend. Enjoy some good food. Enjoy people. Enjoy your friends, family, your dog, whatever, man. Have a good one. And we'll catch you next Monday on the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.